0: everyone welcome to the regular exclusive podcast with jace and renee we talk about movies tv shows way 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 too much and this week has has been a lot of stuff going on this week halloween ends came out and boy i'm sure we have a lot to say about that that we'll talk about in a little while but then also we've had some trailers for exciting stuff coming out and also i feel like there's been like eight season finales of shows this week.
1: Oh, God, yeah, I know. I've cried like a hundred times already just from watching one of them. So just intense finales all around,
0: I think. And then did did you say that House of the Dragon also finale this week?
1: No, they're like, um, this is episode nine tonight. So that means that next week's finale and tonight somebody's probably going to die because that's the Game of Thrones way. Every episode nine, we'll see.
0: Uh, There we go.
1: But yeah, intense week. I've bit I've had a lot of emotions.
0: I'm behind on almost all of those shows. But
1: you need to catch up, dude. It's been like nerd heaven right now with House of the Dragon and Rings of Power. I'm just I'm loving it.
0: You're there. Just life is good.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. My nerdy tendencies are really paying off. Catching little things, I'm like, oh shit, like a bunch of my things that I've been predicting have turned out to be correct.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things that you mentioned was She-Hulk. And should we talk about She-Hulk now or should we do the trailers first?
1: Let's talk about She-Hulk now that you mention it. I okay. I, I need to know what your terrible opinions about this are.
0: <laughs> I I don't have. I mean, I'm sure you'll think they're terrible. <laughs> so this is a funny kind of show for me. I didn't really feel anything for it for the first six episodes it was kind of similar to obi-wan where i just didn't think anything was happening i just i was just like there's the
1: point it's low stakes show it's all about jen and her small problems it's not about like and that's what you always say you want from marvel
0: I agree. I also want you to not interrupt me when I'm <laughs> trying to talk.
1: I'm sorry. I just I got defensive for She-Hulk. Go ahead. My I she hulked out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I should. We should have had you go first. Uh, no, go
1: ahead. I want to hear this. I'll mute myself.
0: <laughs> no, it it just there. It just didn't really seem like the story was going anywhere. And I get that it's a it's a legal comedy, but like I don't it just it just wasn't really working for me. Um, I love uh the main actress what what's her name again
1: Tatiana Maslany
0: yeah she she's great she's I really amazing. I really enjoyed her I've I, I just kind of felt bad for her because I just felt like the writing wasn't very good really I, mean, I thought it was
1: perfect it was okay. an incredible writing for me but this show has been pretty divisive so I get yeah. it like not it's not for everybody but for me it's like this has been hitting all the right notes like I've been enjoying the writing and the comedy and all that
0: and I'll just say real quick i am not triggered by the men are assholes thing like i'm not one of the not one of those guys uh, literally
1: that's everything that people have been criticizing the show for the whole time though so yeah. like the fact that they knew that that was going to be the thing and then they like wrote it into the show is like just perfection <laughs> it's like they're they're very meta which is probably why i like it cuz i'm a big fan of things that are like aware of what you know what i mean they're just like they're they're men they're like
0: they're trolling trolls
1: (laughs) yes but also it's like yeah it's like scream like we the characters were like the first ones to be like yeah no we've seen a bunch of horror movies we know the stupid shit that everybody does and we're gonna make fun of it and talk about it so it's kind of like a little bit of that and the fact that she also breaks the fourth wall and talks to the camera a lot i very much enjoy
0: I do enjoy the fourth wall break. It's fun.
1: Yeah. I think that the supporting cast on this show has been pretty great as well compared to like some of the other ones. I just feel like like especially the, like her coworkers. I love them. I think they're really funny. And I just think in general, it's had like a lot of supporting characters that like get a chance to shine. I also like I think it has the best cameo ever with Madison. I want a Wong, I want a Wongers and Madison show. <laughs> right the fuck now. I'm obsessed. I, I'm kind of pissed we didn't see her in the finale. I wanted to know what she was up to. Madison is with two N's, one Y, but it's not where you think. But I just fell in love with her. I was obsessed with her. And the fact that like she kept calling him Wongers. I'm like, <laughs> I, I love Wongers. Yeah. Me too.
0: Yeah, it's it's a show that like while I didn't love it. I did appreciate that it was so different than everything else. Like, I appreciate breaking the formula, kind of, or, tr- or trying to, uh, uh, as I would put it. But I will say that the last three episodes, I really liked.
1: Yeah. They ended strongly, which is pretty incredible for some of the Marvel shows out there. I feel like that's where they struggle. Yeah. And at first, I was kind of worried about that mid-finale and then that whole thing with the...
0: Spoiler sorry, alert. Sorry guys. <laughs> if if you if you haven't watched it yet, uh just look at the timestamps and skip to the next things we talk about. Yeah, but, sorry,
1: I'll say spoiler alert here, but it was cool when yeah. at the end of the episode the it goes very, extremely meta with the Kevin K-E-V-I-N-A-I AI that controls yeah. m C U
0: that was that was great that that whole finale was really good it was totally unexpected like yes. i liked the fourth wall break but when she like literally breaks the fourth wall and like she jumps through the disney plus menu i was yeah. like okay this is this is funny I, it's I, incredible I, like
1: I thought it was really fun i'm also obsessed with her and daredevil i thought they had wonderful chemistry he was great to see in a really funny like light-hearted tone and that scene of him like doing the walk of shame with the devil costume on (laughs) is so good. i was like this is my new favorite thing that daredevil has ever done i'm obsessed with them and the hallway scene they gave us one
0: yeah it definitely made me feel better about the show that they're gonna do upcoming because like you know me like the netflix daredevil is my Mm -hmm. favorite thing that uh, favorite marvel property ever made
1: naturally it's great
0: and so yeah like they did a good job with it the suit looks kind of weird but
1: i kind of like it
0: it's, it's homage to the original suit, and he's gonna get his other suit back. But it looks like the Netflix Daredevil suit, so that's good.
1: And they use some of the music, right?
0: Yeah, that yeah. When you first see him, they cue it up, and you hear it. I heard them like, yes. Also, Charlie Cox is so good in any courtroom scene. Oh,
1: he's so like, incredible.
0: That was one of the things with the show that I I didn't like is that they called it like a legal drama, but there's not really that much like legal stuff that happened. so having that one courtroom scene i'm like yes it was like legal
1: hijinks kind of shit
0: that's a good description that that's a good description yeah legal hijinks daredevil was really the reason that i pushed through to finish the show because like i said i I didn't really enjoy it up until episode six which is the retreat episode and i I actually thought that episode was really funny (laughs) and and um yeah, it was, it was it was really it ended really strong. I, and I thought the CGI was a lot better in those last couple episodes. I
1: do love, though, they're like, this the, we're going to have to cut that out because uh, the CGI guys, they're working on the next project. And then you hear like the Black Panther drums and you're yeah. like, oh, that's funny because that one's coming out next. They're probably busting their asses to get it done in time.
0: Well, and then there's that line that she had at the end there is is pretty iconic. The Hulk smashes buildings she hulk smashes the fourth wall sometimes matt Murdock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: that's what i'm saying her she's so charming and i just thought she was really funny and like yeah. it was my second favorite behind Wandavision until like the last few episodes i think really made it better than that in my opinion mm-hmm. and just like even more meta and like weird and just out there like that's why i think i liked Wandavision the most is because it was so bizarre and like what the fuck is happening it was just so different than all the other mcu shows have been pretty similar these two i feel like are standouts as like totally different stuff Mm -hmm. and they like are just very interesting to me and they're also both female-led shows so Mm -hmm. i was here for it i thought she hulk was just incredible i'm excited for season two
0: yeah i think if i stopped watching i probably wouldn't be excited for season two but those last three episodes were really strong. It's kind of the opposite of WandaVision. WandaVision was really so great good. up until the end. Yep. And this was kind of the opposite where this was, it was like, seemed like they were trying to find their footing and it wasn't sure. But then yeah, the last, the ending seemed really strong.
1: I think that's why it just cemented it as my favorite. Now, of like the shows just because it ended on such a strong note. And like, I just think like the rest of them haven't really done that.
0: I really hope that they keep, uh, at least on some level, the romance between Matt Murdock and, and She Hulk, because their chemistry was great. And I, I loved when they had the drink together after the trial, and she looks at the camera. She's like, You're feeling this, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: like, I'm not the only one. You're feeling this, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had great chemistry. Also, She Hulk is like the first thing I feel like disney has ever done where like they acknowledge sex sex
1: yep uh-huh 100 i mean eternals there's technically a sex scene but it's oh like yeah that's right five seconds long and you don't see anything but like naked shoulders and arms in the sand or whatever it's like just not anything there's nothing
0: well then in that one like clip or that fake like college clip of her wild now it's like she's just whale tailing it <laughs> it's like all right disney <laughs> That was
1: a good throwback. I haven't heard whale tail in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then, so did you, did you also watch uh, the other Marvel thing that I've been, that I told you about werewolf by night?
0: Oh yes, I did. did I'm I'm a little late to the party, but I loved it.
1: Wasn't it great?
0: It was, it was so fun. So another spoiler warning. Look at the timestamp again.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Sorry guys. We're spoiling everything. Marvel. We don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah. Werewolf by night was super fun. And so I think she Hulk with the whole like acknowledging sex and the werewolf by night acknowledging actual violence, like people fighting people and killing people
1: and showing it on screen, like not just like, oh, you can show them being stabbed from the front, but you can't show the knife coming out the back. That was like a rule for a long time. And now it's yeah. like, no, this show. I was like, wow, yeah. that's incredible. Like, come on, Marvel that's what we want people like have you not watched the boys people are okay with that
0: <laughs> yeah but I, I i mean i'm feeling better about daredevil show and blade like my biggest fear is that blade is going to be pg-13
1: i don't think they would and see, uh deadpool did you hear well i think they confirmed
0: that? yeah i saw wolverine yeah, Which, fuck yeah. I don't know if I'm excited for it. Oh,
1: are you kidding? I-, I love them just the fact that those two guys are like best friends, it's going to be a good
0: movie. Like I'm excited for this circumstance because they're best friends, but like I'm j- I'm j- I'm just tired of like this whole we use another character to promote another character's movie thing like
1: i mean that you don't that's the thing though is like maybe if it was like his first movie but it's like it's it's deadpool's third movie like it's okay i think I we're know, all right we're all did... gonna show up no matter what for deadpool and the fact that they're bringing back hugh jackman it's just like oh god yeah plus i i don't know if it's true but i've heard something along the lines of like the x-men cast or people who are from fox as x-men their contracts are good until the 2023 or something
0: yeah, so they they have to they have to wait. Yeah,
1: that's why they're using him now and then doing X Men later. So maybe it's like, well, we got one last shot at Hugh if he wants yeah. to do it, and he's like, "Fuck it, all right." For <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, I imagine that like that'll be great. But I know what you're saying.
0: I heard I heard a a theory or something that somebody wishes they would do, and I kind I agree with this. <laughs> the The idea would be that Hugh Jackman is in the Deadpool movie as Hugh Jackman. But Deadpool thinks that he is Wolverine, and so the whole movie it's just him as Hugh Jackman, and he's like, "Come on, man, do the Wolverine thing." And he's like, "I'm, I'm not Wolverine. I play Wolverine. <laughs> like, that would be so funny."
1: I would be into that, dude. <laughs> I, I like it. I I do agree with you though. Overall, like, I just feel like, like, I don't, I don't want Marvel to become doing too much of what they've already been doing. So, like, things like Werewolf by Night and She Hulk are like encouraging for sure. Yeah. I mean, in Blade 2, it's like I'm excited for that. Even like I'm okay with them delaying it to make sure it's done well and done right. Because Mahershala Ali is the reason that it got stopped in the first place because he said the script wasn't good enough. That guy's won two Oscars. Let's listen to him. We'll let him we'll let him get final approval and make sure this shit's up to par because I think he's he's going to be great.
0: He's going to be so good.
1: I mean, the original Blade movies, I never saw them until. I think a couple years ago. And I was just oh. like, I mean, that opening in the fucking the nightclub with the blood. And yeah. oh, it's so fucking good. That shit is bomb. I mean, I, I I've only I think there's only three of them,
0: right? Yeah. And okay, so I've seen them all. The third one is is meh. But the third one is where Ryan Reynolds created Deadpool he's not he's not deadpool but like that's where he started creating that I've character i
1: honestly thought he was for like 90% of the movie and then i was like oh he's not deadpool oh okay cuz yeah. i just watched this a couple years ago so i assumed that yeah. this was like deadpool and then i was like oh yeah but he was in another movie as deadpool <laughs> with wolverine right and then i was like oh yeah which yeah. is still maybe my favorite part of De- is it deadpool 2 when he goes and like kills himself in that
0: from yeah from the wolverine one <laughs> that's great oh, uh Back to Dead or Werewolf by Night. Yeah, it was great. It was it was so different, so unique. It was a lot of fun. I didn't realize that uh Man thing was 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 in it.
1: I know. I had no idea who even Man Thing was, honestly. So apologies.
0: He's he's Marvel's Swamp Thing.
1: Yeah, I I figured it out at first. I mean, just by seeing his face, I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but I loved the, what was his name. They would like, call him by his name, Ted. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I loved that so much.
0: I had one question that I wanted to ask you. Is there any indication of, like, when, like, the time period for this? I have no idea. There's, there, that was the one thing I'm like, there's a lot of, like, conflicting stuff. There's, like, everything looks old except the the woman who looks like Kristen Ritter is dressed. she
1: look exactly like Jessica Jones? She's even dressed the same.
0: Yeah. She's, like, dressed very modern, whereas everyone else is dressed, like, you know, they're in Transylvania.
1: Like they're in a Universal Studios old black and white movie, which is the thing, too. I think the black and white makes me feel like it's like from the 30s. But I have actually no idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, then, then there's electricity, obviously. But then they have the shock sticks. Mm-hmm. But then the last thing that I was really just confused by is that at the very end of the movie he's like, you hungry? Feeling sushi. And I'm like, Sushi is just readily available?
1: <laughs> yeah, it can't have been too early, but yeah. That's a good question. I feel like it was maybe done that way on purpose because I feel like it has to. It has to be that kind of style in order to like I think it really fit with the theme to make it yeah. like old school, but then I think I mean, I'm assuming this won't just be a one off cuz people have really enjoyed it. I hope Morbius never shows up, but <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> Bring uh, along but... werewolf by night. I thought he was wonderful.
0: I feel like there's there's got to be a Disney Plus origin show on those two characters, Jack and Ted.
1: How I did Ted become it.
0: the man thing? Yeah. How did he become a werewolf?
1: Should we uh, uh, now talk about the trailers?
0: Yeah, let's get in the trailers because we got two trailers that we want to talk about and man, do they look amazing.
1: Yes. So let's start with Megan. Megan. We have to start with Megan because <laughs> wow. Wow. And the fact that they're not marketing this movie as like the team that brought you malignant, because I feel like, I mean, it's all over the trailer. You could tell, but like, it's literally the same writer, Akilah Cooper, who wrote malignant, or maybe she wrote it with James Wan, but him and her also did the story. They, and then it's produced by him. So it's going to be a little different, but it's, I mean, she's going to give Gabriel a run for, for his money, I think. Oh
0: yeah. And for, for anyone who hasn't watched it, search it, but, Instead of an E, it's a three.
1: Is it? I just searched Megan.
0: Okay. I'm. Yeah. I think the official title is Megan with a three.
1: It's basically about a woman who's like it's uh, the chick Allison Williams from Get Out yeah. and Girls, which immediately because of those two roles, I'm like, I don't trust this bitch anytime. <sighs> uh, her niece, it looks like, comes to live with her after her parents die, and she has been working on this invention of an AI doll that's like a life-sized child named megan and it looks so fucking bizarre and there is an actress that plays her it looks like and then also a different one does the voice yeah yeah and she looks weird you can tell there's like some cgi on her but like also like it just it looks
0: unsettling it's it's real chucky vibes like a toy that becomes a problem but like it's taken to the max because the max the i mean when she starts dancing in the trailer it is creepy as fuck like her straight face but then like doing (laughs) doing like tiktok dance shit i was like oh my god but yeah the part when she starts like running on all fours chasing the kid through it i'm like that's terrifying yeah (laughs) this
1: is giving me like the wacky weird like vibes that gabriel sometimes threw off like as unsettling as the part where she's dancing is i laughed out loud i was like "Oh oh my god now have I have to see this movie like that. I think including that part in the trailer was genius because that was like, all right, this could have been stupid, but I'm here for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know what I mean? The dancing soul. I'm so me. hyped for this movie.
1: It looks incredible.
0: The other mo- the other trailer we watched was <laughs> Violent Night.
1: Starring David Harbour.
0: David Harbour is Santa Claus. This movie is is Santa Claus in Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> He goes into a house to deliver presents and the house is being robbed by these people and they try to kill him. And so then he is like, you're all on my naughty list. And he just annihilates.
1: He stabs somebody (laughs) up the chin with a fucking candy cane. Yeah. And it's so good. And he has the great like seasons beatings and like just really good catchphrases. (laughs) But I think my ultimate favorite part of the trailer is when he does his man bun. Yeah. And I was just like, God fucking David Harbor making Santa hella sexy. And then he's walking around with like an axe over his shoulder. And I was just getting huge Jason Momoa vibes with the man bun and the axe. I'm so into this movie. It's like they were like, you know, basically, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Why not just make like an actual Christmas movie that's Die Hard? Because yeah, yeah, it happens on Christmas, but it's still not a Christmas movie. I don't care what anyone has to argue about that. It is not a Christmas movie, it occurs on Christmas. (laughs) But that is incidental to the plot.
0: I a hundred percent agree with you. It's gonna be so good. And it's and the it's being produced by the right people. Like nobody is one of my favorite action movies in the last couple of years.
1: I haven't seen that one. Is that it's Jason so,
0: no it, that's um it's the guy from Better Call Saul.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I totally yeah. I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, it's so good because he's not a guy that you would expect to be in a Bob John Odenkirk. W- Yeah, in a John Wick kind of action movie, and he's so good in it. Like I put nobody on par with with the first John Wick. Like they are so good action movies, but nobody doesn't have all the the weird extended assassin network thing. It's very realistic and it's so good. So like see knowing that those people are some of those people are involved in this, I'm like, yes, this is gonna have great action. And David Harbour is fucking hilarious. So I'm very confident that all of the comedic beats are going to hit like when he's on the roof and he's like Prancer, did you shit very unprofessional?
1: He's just great. I love him all like in everything. I'm obsessed with David Harbour. He reminds me of my brother-in-law Andy so fucking much. I
0: swear they're twins. They even
1: talk the same.
0: It's crazy. I never thought about that, but yeah. Oh
1: yeah. I'm like, I'm like Andy every year. I'm like, why are you not dressed? As fucking Hopper from Stranger Things, it would be perfect. You literally could nail it. <laughs> He'd be so good. But yeah, I I love David Harbour. He's great. I also think it's fascinating and hilarious this like obsession that older men have with starring in these action movies when they're past their prime. Like no, offence. they all look great. Yeah. Okay. Not saying anything. I see that you know Stallone's in a new one. Do we need this? Are we this desperate to prove how much of a man you guys still yeah. are? We get it. Okay. Bob Odenkirk, he just had a heart attack. He shouldn't be doing these action movies. Like, give the guy a rest. And like, I I want to blame Liam Neeson for all of this. I think it's his fault. <laughs> I think he did this. And this is now it's like, this is the most unrealistic shit that these old men are trying to get. <laughs> and it's like, no wonder that like people have problems with aging. It's like, this is what I'm supposed to be like in my 60s. I don't look anything like <laughs> Stallone. I don't think I could do it. I don't have any special skills to go rescue my daughter if she gets kidnapped.
0: Like, <laughs> You might be right. Liam Neeson, it might be his fault. It's him or or it's Stallone, because Stallone did the Expendable movies, and he's like, hey, action guys, let's just keep... Let's do team-up action movies. Let's just keep this going. I mean, yeah,
1: but it's like... I feel like Taken is when it really... I mean... Pardon the pun, but I think that's when it took off. Because yeah. I, I feel like that movie, I mean, not only are there like, what, four, five, three? I don't know how many of those three. taken movies, but too many. The
0: one was enough.
1: <laughs> the fact that he's lived through it twi- three times now is really uh, like insane. But... Well,
0: then every movie that Liam Neeson has done has just been taken with a slightly different plot. Yeah.
1: Oh, now we're in the <laughs> snow when there's wolves. It's like, OK, that's not anything. Nobody asked for this again just go take i want a movie where he just is in bed the whole time like misery (laughs) remake misery with Liam Neeson just let him relax he needs a fucking break i'm sure
0: oh my gosh that's great (laughs) yeah well all right well let's take a quick break yeah let's let's take a quick break and um get into halloween ends tonight Let's get into Halloween ends. Okay,
1: cool. Because I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to jump in immediately and say, I have to know before we go any further. Because this movie is incredibly divisive. Yeah. Did you like it? I don't know if it's that easy. I just need to know up front. Okay. Overall.
0: As as one whole movie, I didn't like it. But I think this this is two different movies smashed together. I like one of the movies. I don't like the other one. And the, the one and the one I don't like takes up more time of the movie. That's why I ultimately don't think I like this movie. Do
1: you think differently of it if you compare it to like like as the end of a trilogy? Is that what you were going to say? Because you said like just on its own. I don't like it because it feels like it's disjointed. But overall as the trilogy, how does it make you feel as the ending?
0: I think the last 30 minutes of the movie are really good. I think it's a really good ending. Me too. It's really the first hour and a half.
1: Oh, that's like my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I had to know because I was like, this movie is wild from the get-go, but I'm having a fucking blast. And I'm so excited <laughs> to get into it. But I was like, we'll get there. You can do I'm, the overview. I just had to know because <laughs> I'm so into
0: it. <laughs> I love exci- this movie. I'm excited to talk with you about it because there's a lot of fun things that I think we can talk about but yeah there's just a lot of stuff in this movie that I'm like this is an interesting choice but
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I felt like that a lot but I was like you know this is a wild decision but I respect a lot of the things that were going on here yeah. and I was like this over delivered for me I'm gonna say <laughs> I had pretty low expectations and and I loved Halloween kills as we all know so yes. The fact that this one really rose above my expectations, like within minute five, I was already like, this is going to be fun.
0: Oh, I was also hyped after the first five minutes. And I think yeah. that's why I got I didn't like it because it let me down after that. But we'll get into that. So,
1: yeah, do your overview.
0: Quick overview. So Halloween ends. It's the final movie in the David Gordon Green Who's the other guy that's involved? Danny McBride.
1: Danny McBride, that guy. Who's that other guy? Yeah, you know. Just Just Danny
0: fucking McBride, but continue. That's my thought, nerd. In their trilogy of of Halloween starting in 2018 to now. So the IMDB description of this is the saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to a spine-chilling climax in this final installment of the trilogy. And the fine chilling huh? IMDb getting hard with their descriptions.
1: Gross. What's your description? Oh, uh,
0: what's my description? Yeah. Um, Unless you want
1: to talk about the numbers, but I I want to hear your description. It's going to be better.
0: I mean, my description really is. is I thought this was a Michael Myers movie.
1: I get it. I had that question as well. And I was like, oh, this is Mike Myers Jr.'s movie. A little yeah. bit. But then I feel like by the end of it, you know, I was kind of like, I'm on board. I don't care. Yeah. New Mike Myers, whatever. I know it's Michael, but I'm calling the junior guy Mike. He hasn't earned Michael yet.
0: Yeah. I, well, I guess he... Spoiler he alert. He, spoiler he alert. Does, he doesn't get, get the he title. does
1: not in the end. However... It does parallel another movie that is also directed by John Carpenter that I'll bring up later, but maybe I'll change your mind by the end of the pod is all I'm saying.
0: Okay. Maybe. Maybe us just having a good fun conversation will make me like it more.
1: I mean, I've watched it at least twice already. I watched and... it twice
0: also. So I mean, it's opening weekend, so there's not really a lot of box office stuff for us to go over. Um, I mean its budget was twenty million. It seems like all of them the budget was like twenty million. So far, it looks like it's at about forty-one for the opening weekend. I'm sure streaming is going to affect those numbers because I, I bet I bet a lot of people I bet a lot of people are just watching this at home. All right, so before we before we get into the movie, let me ask you do Do you like this one more than Kills?
1: I think Kills is still going to be my favorite. Do you but... like this
0: one more than 2018?
1: yes a lot more both this and kills i think are way better i enjoyed the risks that were taken in the plots and like the different change-ups basically the fact that it surprised me was pretty crazy because i did not think i thought i had a pretty good idea going into this movie especially based on all the trailers as to what it would be and i was wrong so (laughs) they got me and like i've said when when you can surprise me and do something totally wild and different i'm i'm gonna be here for it i'm gonna support you
0: I want to know if if Jamie Lee Curtis got extra money to be the focal point of all the marketing of all these movies, even though she's in less than 30% of each movie.
1: Actually, what's interesting is the official screen times they just released of like how long she's in each movie. The original, she has 32 minutes. And in Halloween Ends is the third place with 29 minutes that she's in so it's the most compared to kills she's only in it 10 minutes and 2018 19 minutes so it's the most of all these three which is crazy
0: oh my god she's only in the first two for le- less than 20 minutes
1: 19 minutes in 2018 and she's like i feel like the star but it just goes to show how much of like the fucking teenagers they threw in that movie
0: oh and then teenagers.
1: kills we know is like thirty percent the mob like yeah. they're the stars of that movie <laughs> and then they all die gloriously and then we get twenty nine minutes of her almost thirty minutes basically for the finale, so I felt like anyone complaining about her not being in it it's like uh yeah but she was in it a lot more than the last two
0: so that's wild anyway okay let's just get into this movie so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say right off the bat. The stuff that I didn't like in this m- movie, or that didn't hit for me, it doesn't have anything to do with any of the performances. I actually think everyone in this movie is great. Like the the new guy, Corey, I thought he was really good. Like his his character, his performance. I, th- I think it's just what they ended up doing with him. I thought it was weird. But um, yeah. So the the opening scene. So yeah, I was so hyped after that kid. That falls down the the stairs. I'm just like, oh, my God, we're getting Halloween kills level shit this whole movie.
1: Yeah, basically the main this uh, Corey guy, Corey Cunningham character is like it's 2019 that they flashback to, which is which technically is in film year. sequence one year after the Halloween mm-hmm. and Halloween kills. So he's babysitting this asshole kid who locks him up in the attic. And he's literally been trying to get out and kick down the door. The kid is right outside
0: taunting him. That kid's a piece of shit.
1: That kid deserved it, man. That kid had it coming. I was like, I literally laughed out loud. He kicks the door as the parents come home from their Halloween party. The door flies open. The doorknob smacks the kid in the face hilariously. And he flies over the banister. Cause they, I mean, the house too is huge. It's like three different like fucking flights of stairs in this crazy circular thing. It's a mansion. And the kid falls down, hits the fucking ground and then like bounces bounces up and like (laughs) his back, like his neck snaps, like everything. I mean, he just he dies hilariously. And I laughed so fucking hard. I kid you not. I was like, Oh my God, this movie is incredible already. Like what the fuck? Also there was no Michael Myers. So I was like, what is happening? There was yeah. a mention of him. You just have so many questions, I think mm. right off the bat. Cause you're just totally taken aback. And the fact that they surprised you in the first five minutes is great. Just incredible. Yeah.
0: yeah and so then after the, the staircase scene, we get the, the catch up, the recap exposition of Lori writing her novel. And just kind of like, hey, in case you didn't see the first three, the first two ones, here's everything that happens. It's a pretty solid recap.
1: And now she's like got real homemaker energy. She's like baking pies. Not very well. And she's like (laughs) obsessed with Halloween, which I was like, I did not see that coming. And the weird part about this whole thing, I feel like they really shifted her character between movies. Because last movie, she's like, fuck it. I'm going to kill Michael. Her daughter died at the end of the last one. This one, it seems like maybe that hit her so now she's like because the thing is she doesn't even know where Michael is so it's not like before Mm -hmm. where she was all like panicked and like prepping for 40 years when she knew he was locked up Mm -hmm. this is like he could be anywhere and she's like I'm excited about Halloween again
0: yeah maybe maybe it's the her writing memoirs and working through all that one thing that she said during her recap that annoyed me is she's like saying like He was in prison. And just as I predicted, 40 years later, he escaped. And then as I predicted, 40 years later, he escaped. And Haddonfield was once again forced to confront this man in a mask. And I'm like, okay, you're one of those people that you're like, I've been saying this for 30 years that this is going to happen. And then it happens and it's like, oh, I'm right. It's like, no, you've been wrong for 30 years, okay? You don't get to be like, I'm a prophecy, you know? You're not,
1: yeah. Even if you did call it, it's really not that hard to call. I could have told you that. At some point, if you if you even attempt to transport this guy on Halloween, like, transport him on Christmas. What's the fucking deal? But, yeah, you're not that cool, even if you are calling that shit.
0: That, that was the one time in, in all of these movies and I'm like, fuck off, Lori. <laughs>
1: You're not that cool. Okay. <laughs> it's like anybody could have guessed that if you heard that he was being transported on fucking Halloween.
0: So let's let's talk about Corey for a minute.
1: Yes, please.
0: I was digging Corey. I I, I was into, really I was I was into his character. He's like just kind of this awkward kid. He acts he accidentally killed this kid and then the whole town turned on him and so he's just kind of this outcast. So I was I was into that character. Sure. But then they do the the thing that just like I was dreading. Uh, they brought high schoolers back into the mix, and I thought it was really weird that Corey is getting bullied by these high school kids, like
1: that are in band, no less. Yeah, <laughs> which I think I know. I'm like, I can just tell these people feel like like stupid ass villains that would be on like a fucking like. Like on Righteous Gemstones. Like he writes like dickholes like this that like are just like they're like they're band geeks and they're bullying this kid who's like four years older than him. I just feel like he totally, that's a Danny McBride thing. So I was like, I love this. Like the things that they say are just ridiculous. Bring you a little milk. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like milk, stuff.
1: And like I get, I get that Corey's sympathetic, but I'm shocked to hear you say that you really like responded to him because the whole thing is like, you know, the granddaughter. Lori's granddaughter allison she meets him once and falls like head over heels in love with him and the whole movie i'm sitting here going what is it about this guy that anybody likes he's very weird he's very off-putting the fact that he killed anybody a kid the kid had it coming i'll give him that but like when he tells her later that he killed someone they have sex like right after that okay
0: don't don't paint me in the wrong light. I said that I liked the character. I hated their love story. For everything that you just said,
1: I mean, there's nothing about this guy that's attractive. Why is she yeah. so into him off the bat? I think I think we're we're just establishing in this movie uh, the whole trilogy with Allison. She has the worst taste in men. The other dude, the police guy that they say that she's been dating, he's like 40. First off, yeah, and he's horrible. And I'm just like, what is this? You're really going with this guy who's like the pariah of town? You could you could date anybody, literally. She's so hot. What the fuck?
0: And not only the pariah of the town, the pariah that is also getting bullied by high schoolers. Like he's in his mid twenties, right? Like yeah. this is this is a grown man. He's getting bullied by high school band kids.
1: We're seniors. Okay. We've been practicing for a show the whole year, you know loading up for uh, tonight's
0: game and we're in the fucking Washington. van
1: this guy is i was like this guy's 100 percent gonna be like michael but the thing about michael is that he just was born this way i think is the deal i mean they never really explain it he's like a five-year-old or six-year-old when he fucking just stabs his sister to death in the original and that's why he's locked up for so
0: long yeah and they kind of they kind of go back and forth between all three movies on like Is Michael Myers a person or is he entity? Yeah the the incarnation of evil. I respected how they how how they made sure that he's dead in this one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and so now I'll bring it up because I was gonna I was waiting until we'd get to a topic uh, adjacent to this, but since we're talking about Corey and his name is Corey Cunningham, um, he's actually based on this character Arnie Cunningham, who is the lead character in Christine which is a novel by Stephen King and also a movie by John Carpenter. And so they basically put that a lot of that plot into this movie, which yeah. is pretty interesting because it's still like a John Carpenter thing. But basically that movie is like this weird, nerdy outcast kid, Arnie. But then he buys this car and he's like obsessed with it. And he like starts spending all of his time with him. And then he starts dressing and acting differently. He He starts like dressing in like a greaser kind of a thing yeah. and like he acts really cool and he starts dating the hot girl and like gets better but he's also like he's using the car to like kill his bullies and shit it's very much like the same vibes of this movie <laughs> yeah and there's even a couple like i mean he also works as a mechanic at the mechanics yard which like a lot of christine takes place there because that's where he works on her and stuff like that and then at the like the scene where the car is chasing the kids that was yeah. very much like christine as well as at the end, the way that they deal with Christine is putting them into the like vehicle compactor thing, basically destroy it, supposedly. And then in this one, they do the same thing with Michael, with throwing him into the, the shredder, <laughs> which they showed that thing a lot yeah. every time that they were at the mechanics place. And I go, that's got to be be something <laughs> later. Someone's going in there.
0: I wish they, they had a scene, or maybe there's going to be a deleted scene, of all of them talking. So how do we want to dispose of this body? You know, should we cremate him, burn him? Someone's like, I got a car compactor. <laughs> oh, all
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, if you if you asked me, like what I thought was going to happen to Michael Myers by the end of this movie, I don't think I would have said that he would have been like strapped to the top of the car like a fucking Christmas tree <laughs> yeah. and then driven down to the mechanics auto place and thrown into the like vehicle shredder. Yeah. The metal scrap or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> definitely would not have ever in a million years come up with it but i thought that was pretty creative i'm really glad yeah. and they were like it's actually kind of poetic because that Corey guy mike myers jr you know he spent a lot of time there at first i wasn't sure like how to feel about that whole storyline but i think by the end i was okay with it i ended up coming around with it i didn't like Corey and the romance thing i just awful. felt like it didn't make sense but i mean allison hasn't really made sense to me in any of these movies so i really i just wasn't a like upset about it, that it just continued her streak of not being interesting and dating awful people. <laughs>
0: I think, I think that's one of the reasons that I like, this is that middle part that like, I don't really, I, I don't like, cause it's, it's a bunch of the stuff from 2018 that I didn't I was like, okay, I don't care about Allison or her relationships or high schoolers. And that's all of this.
1: <laughs> exactly. And a lot of people were saying it maybe would have been better if like they introduced Corey in the first movie and like had this stuff happening throughout and then like got rid of the other stupid boyfriend. Maybe it would have had, instead of just doing it in one movie and introducing him all of a sudden, because Maybe. then it would have been part of it. I mean, as, as anything to get rid of that old boyfriend from the first two, I, I can't <laughs> yeah. believe he lasted as long as he did. I was just happy that he died terribly, but it was funny that they also brought back the black woman who got the like yeah. fluorescent light tube through her throat. I was like, Oh shit. She's still alive. Wow. Yeah good for her i mean good for her i don't know (laughs) but i was like holy shit they i mean they've had a record that's the second time they've brought someone back who died in the previous movie like same with the cop guy when they ran over his fucking head
0: i was gonna say that his inclusion of this movie is made me so mad because really because he's not in it
1: I loved their little scenes together, and after he barely survived the last one, what the fuck does he want to do? He's here to dispose of the body. He's bled enough for, for his country after this. I know. After like, that second one.
0: But him, him in the first, him in 2018 was great. He, him and his scenes with Laurie in the hospital and kills were great. And
1: their scenes together in this were really sweet.
0: You mean their, their one and a half scenes? Like
1: I still enjoyed it.
0: They were great, but I'm like, why did you, why did we bring you back to life in this in kills just to not use you in this movie? He's such a good actor and good character. Use him.
1: But maybe he was just like, fuck it. After that. I mean, he literally says, I feel like I got a second life. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you did because you pretty much got totally murdered, like <laughs> obliterated beyond the shot of of recovery at the yeah. end of the first
0: one you got retconned your death got retconned pretty hard <laughs>
1: and he's like you know i think it's just gonna be safer for me if i just stay because you know <laughs> anybody who survives something like that you're like i'm definitely not going back like oh, yeah. there's no way i'm gonna have that lucky shot twice
0: <laughs> yeah well and i mean i I felt like at the very least he should have been involved in the final confrontation at the end because like his whole thing in the first two movies he's like i gotta be the one
1: yeah to
0: kill him and they're just like mm, you don't you don't
1: It's really Lori who does, I guess. Go back to
0: the grocery store.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Now I'm learning Japanese. Shatsu o Nakushita. At means I lost my shirt, I think. Or I lost my hat. I don't know. I I get that, you know, they probably did the four-year jump because of COVID and all that stuff. But, yeah, it just feels so weird that this isn't like a direct sequel. Like they, they've kind of set it up the story to be like, Hey, these three movies are all happening in the same night. And I mean, I think in that four year gap, they would have gotten together because that scene in the grocery store, like that scene could have been a Viagra commercial with the sexual tension they had in there. Like, I know I'm telling you, it was, it was, it was palpable.
1: I was ready for it. I texted you being like, "I are we going to get that sex scene that we talked about? Because that's what we were saying last episode. Like These two better be fucking like they, in the next movie. It should
0: have ended with them killing Michael Myers and then fucking on top of his dead body.
1: Yep, that would have been a great ending, honestly. Life from death.
0: <laughs> I was going to ask you, there's an a ongoing quote that Laurie has, and I don't understand it. She says, life or death, suicide or cherry blossoms
1: he's the one who's talking about when they're at the grocery store he's talking about how he is thinking like he got this new life back you know his second chance at life
0: who knows maybe i'll fly over the cherry blossoms test it out on the locals or committing suicide because he
1: said well no (laughs) like that was what she was saying in that moment that she was gonna like in that moment after everything she contemplated suicide and he was contemplating this chance at a new life, a different way. Right. Oh. So he's seeing it as a chance at life. And she was thinking of it. Like this is fucked. I'm going to kill myself. Like, <laughs> he, you know what I mean? It was like, kind of like, there's a couple different ways you could look at it. And okay. that was her choice, her inclination. And he was leaning more towards maybe we could go do that. But she clearly was like backing off when he said that and like, couldn't, wasn't ready yet. Gotcha. I think it was, well, died, she's like so what about those cherry blossoms that's like what they say in their last conversation i'm like oh maybe it's code for sex i don't know i hope <laughs> so, but From my interpretation it was a trip to japan to admire the cherry blossoms because he said he's been looking at a lot of photos
0: of them he wants to take a trip to the bedroom to admire her cherry blossoms hey okay thank you for exp- thank you for explaining that because that line the multiple times <laughs> hit, i'm like what is that what does that mean? I
1: <laughs> It this- was like a small line in the grocery store in that scene <laughs> that you're like, if you're watching at home, people might be like, yeah, I probably don't need to pause it. And then like <laughs> they say cherry blossoms like three times later and you're like, what is this? Is this? And it's like you just missed a throwaway line, but now you're going to miss out
0: on a lot of things. Just, like they would just say it. And I'm like, that's a pretty wide spectrum, like suicide or cherry blossom. Jeez. OK. All right. So Michael Myers. So the implication is that he has been in the sewers.
1: He's Pennywise now. Yeah. I think that's the vibe is that he's <laughs> been in. Well, they demolished his house. I imagine that they just had to do that because they were like.
0: Probably building some condos on there. Yeah.
1: I mean, whatever it is, it's going to be fucked. You don't think he's going to come back. Like maybe they're just not building anything. <laughs> um, but he clearly has been living at this homeless encampment basically in the sewers under the homeless encampment or in part of it under a bridge like a troll and there's like that other old homeless man who's like been gatekeeping for him i don't know he's probably he's got this vibe of like ah fuck it if you don't bother me i won't i mean michael's just like it's a little bit more social than we've ever seen him This guy has to know who he is. Crazy or not, this guy must recognize Michael fucking Myers.
0: When he tries to kill Corey, he's like, I'm Michael Myers. This is Michael Myers, like first friend.
1: (laughs) Michael Myers. Yeah. And then he he has two friends in this movie. Now he has the kid, which is like just very bizarre because the kid like gets beaten up by the fucking band kids and left over there (laughs) under the bridge. And then Michael drags his body in there to the sewers. And then when he wakes up, Michael's gone. And then Michael's hiding in a crack in between the walls. Yeah. Like a fucking freak. What is he doing in there? He's hiding. And then Michael grabs him and looks in his eyes. And I was going to ask you, does he read his mind?
0: I can't tell. Yeah. That was the weird thing is like, I thought the, the, oh, the other homeless guy, I thought he dragged him into the sewer. Maybe
1: he did. I don't remember. Cause
0: he, I thought it was Michael. Oh, but like, yeah, like it's super weird. how like, he grabs him and looks at him. He's like, you're cool.
1: But it's like they show the flashbacks of that kid's life and Michael's life. And I'm like, is it just evil recognizes evil? Or is it like because the dad even says that like that, like the dad of the kid that he killed on yeah. accident later in the movie says that like he knows he was a good kid. He didn't mean it, but he just saw him recently. And the way that he looked at him, he knew he was like evil and he wasn't him. So it's like, did he become, did he catch yeah. evil? Yeah, that's Did evil things. move on to him from Michael Myers?
0: yeah I mean it's weird like I liked the the idea of Michael Myers being not being a actual person like it it being a a, a name that is given to whoever wears the mask yes. you know and like it 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 carries on so like I was on board with that idea even though like they didn't really like explain like there was no understanding of like how how this happened Yeah, it doesn't
1: matter in the end anyway yeah. so i was like okay but i thought that that was going to be the thing like michael's fucked up this guy can take over
0: yeah like michael like michael kind of gets his ass kicked <laughs> up and up until that moment he's just like in the sewers drowning and and then he suddenly yeah it gets his powers back it's like what
1: i think it's the mask it, that's what i thought but he
0: had the mask in the sewers it's yeah weird. i
1: don't know but yeah this kid seemed to maybe like suck off part of his energy gross but
0: <laughs> in the sewer there's <laughs> a lot the of sucking well, off in the sewer <laughs> there's
1: that i i sent you the link to it but like uh, everyone online has been talking about how that they cut from the scene where like the kid first like has his first like kill with working with michael which is like the girl's ex-boyfriend who like cool we're good to see him go but like right after that scene it cuts to like this guy on his motorcycle and there's like arm uh, arms around his waist and then the camera pans up and it goes up and like i even thought this but like apparently everyone else did was like i swear to god i thought michael was gonna be riding on the back of the motorcycle (laughs) but it's like the girlfriend obviously the, the the girl but I totally thought it was going to be Michael because they were just having their first kill together. And I thought they bonded, whatever. Hey, Michael, let me give you a lift to town. We'll go kill some more people. (laughs) Like, I wasn't sure where this was going, you know?
0: Oh, man. They
1: would have been a cute pair. I could have been rooting for him (laughs) because I was not rooting for him and Allison. Like, that was just get rid of that. I don't think she needs a romance. Just get her out of the movie. That chick could have gone off to college so easily.
0: Yeah, she's totally a character of like, so why are you in these movies? Like, what do you what do you actually not laurie yeah she
1: doesn't do anything she helps laurie at the very end but i mean she's already laurie's already slit michael's throat and pinned him to the table i think
0: i i did like how she pinned him down that was that
1: was great and then used the the frying pan to like hammer in the knife i was like fuck yeah cast
0: iron pans they're heavy I mean,
1: Michael was just like pissed off at that point that he had to walk all the way from the sewer to get his mask, and then this kid's dead already. So he's like, and then this bitch's house, that's who I'm here. Well, I might as well just kill her while I'm at it. Like it was more of just like an ink like fuck this bitch, you know. The last it's always an inconvenience. He just he kills people when they're inconveniencing him, (laughs) usually by just breathing in the same area. But
0: one thing that was super weird to me is that right when Corey kills himself or like before that Lori and Allison have this huge fight about the like you're you're the problem He's, uh, you're stupid so then Corey kills himself after after Lori tricks him and makes him, him think that she committed suicide but but she gave him cherry blossoms with bullets and uh, yeah and so then he stabs himself and he dies and the mask is right there next to him. And then Allison comes in and she's like, mom, even though the mask is right there. So it's like, clearly, Corey's a freak. <laughs> he got the mask and tried to kill your mom. And you're mad at your mom. <laughs>
1: like Her grandmother, but still, yeah. It's not even it's...
0: staged like. Lori <laughs> did this. Thing. i mean
1: Lori is doing that because she is like standing over him with her hand on the knife but- like she's ho- trying to grab it out of him or she did just grab it out of him so she's standing over him holding it but he's dressed exactly like michael myers and, and the holding mask the
0: is right there next to it,
1: like- so even if he wasn't michael myers he still played a prank on her and dressed as michael myers yeah. and deserved to die yeah <laughs> personally <laughs> that's all i gotta say about that fuck him
0: Ugh. This is where my head goes to the two movies thing again. I th- I feel like they're like, hey, we're going to set this guy up to be the next Michael Myers. And then at the end, they're like, oh, shit, I don't want to do three more movies of these. Okay, we got to kill him. Scrap that. We're killing him. Yeah, We're ending this with, with Michael Myers, actually. But I will give Corey credit. He kills the most people in this movie. Michael Myers yes, he does. Uh, kills one person, I think. But yeah, Corey has some pretty solid kills. Like, we're counting the kid kill. Like that's a that kill was my favorite. that's, a that's kill. number
1: one that's like a malignant kill yeah. it was wonderful and
0: like the kid doesn't <laughs> fall over the stairs he's launched like
1: <laughs> so good it's fucking hilarious and i would say maybe it's a hot take to say a scene with a kid dying is hilarious but it really is <laughs> like this movie knows like it's fucking so funny same kind of humor i feel like it, and i don't know if it was maybe just staged the same, but it just felt like it was a joke. Like it felt like it was very much like a, a slapstick kind of way that they did it. And maybe it was just the vibe I was getting, but I thought it was meant to be funny. or the,
0: or like the car door shot in the head, self elimination in Halloween kills funniest shit ever. That's what
1: I'm saying that like, I like that. Like you could tell that Danny McBride probably has some say in these kills because they die. Like, they're still good. They're great kills, but like there's a level of humor to them that is just unmistakable.
0: Danny McBride's like, I get one unedited kill each movie. You don't get to change it.
1: There that one was really great. I also love the radio DJ when he like fucks him up and then he like cuts off his like really comically oversized tongue that's hanging out of his mouth because his face is all fucked up. And then the tongue is on the radio are on the record yeah. that's spinning and so it keeps like skipping. I loved that.
0: And then uh then he gets revenge on the on the band, the band bullies.
1: I was like I wish I could have seen a little bit more of that cuz like some of those kills they don't they weren't as satisfying. Mm-hmm. Like I did like the chick trying to climb over the fence. Just run right or left, you <laughs> dumb bitch. Don't run straight. You're not going to outrun the car. Just, just go right or left.
0: You don't even have to turn. You can just veer. <laughs> but I thought I thought the blowtorch kill was was pretty that. hardcore and i thought it was good i thought it was better that they didn't like show it directly they showed it kind of off to the side and they saw the girl watching it i thought that was good
1: and then she gets her head like stomped on i was like that was insane every
0: every halloween there's there's a head that just explodes like a watermelon on gallagher like a pumpkin yeah like <laughs> you know it's like in the first one michael meyer stomps the the cop or the doctor yeah and then in this and then in kills it's the guy it's the guy who jumps out the window he just hits the ground and explodes
1: <laughs> yeah that was hilarious too
0: and um yeah and then yeah the radio DJ kill that was good
1: but yeah there wasn't a lot of killing for a long period of the yeah. movie and Michael only did one so I feel like the the movie was really marketing itself like a Michael Myers like kills kind of vibe mm-hmm. where he's killing a lot and doing his thing but it was very much of like like, I almost was getting, like, Last Jedi kind of vibes <laughs> with, like, an old grizzled, like, kind of cranky Michael Myers who's, like. Living in the sewers. <laughs> he's living in the sewers, like, out. No, he doesn't want anyone to find him, just like Luke in The Last Jedi. Yeah. And then he has to be a reluctant teacher to this new person who might have some really dark urges. I mean, it was perfect. I also was, like, I don't think Michael's a good, like, I don't think he's a team kind of a guy. Yeah. I think Michael's a solo person.
0: I do like the idea of Michael Myers <laughs> mentoring someone, but like, not talking. He's just, like, pointing at stuff and just... Mm.
1: <laughs> I mean, he literally is like, teach me how to do it. And it's like, I mean, he literally just stabbed the guy. Yeah. You held him down and I stabbed him. Like, that's all there is to
0: it. <laughs> and then based off how you killed those people, I think you got it. I think you, you got a good handle on it. I think you know what you're doing. <laughs>
1: I mean, dude, you tell me how you killed that kid. That was incredible.
0: Based off the trailer, I thought we were going to get an hour and a half long battle between Laurie and Michael Myers. And yeah. that that final scene of them fighting, I, I I loved it. I thought that was so good. I That was the way it was supposed to end. It doesn't make up for the rest of the movie, but like that's the right way to end it. And the fight was really good. It was really tense, like. Like when he was going to shove her hand in the garbage disposal and stuff, I was like, all right, this is. I saw
1: that in the trailer and I was like okay how does she get out of that? You're screwed He's also an injured Michael Myers Mm -hmm. like that kid just beats the shit out of him to take his mask earlier so it's like he's clearly not at the top of his game Mm -hmm. I'll allow him a little bit you know he needed to be in this kind of a state in order for Laurie to win I think
0: It was great and then you know I was actually okay with her not chopping his head off I was okay with her bleeding him out because you know people have not tried that and
1: again i think just to be safe i, I agree to be safe
0: and they to be safe they threw him in the in the metal shredder you know
1: again <laughs> but were we not worried he was going to wake back up between then and oh, now cuz i was i definitely was you know what also like thinking about it is like Mike Myers is Michael Myers, excuse me. I'm doing it. Now you're infecting me with your I'm bullshit. You yeah, are the fucking evil. Yeah, and I'll tell you guys, evil never dies. That's the the phrase. I did like that they they didn't say that phrase once in this movie, I have to say. It was like I think they learned that like you know, People were okay with that to a point but they really beat that point to fucking death.
0: And literally no one from the mob was brought back. That's because they
1: all fucking died at the end of the last that's true. one. Oh, yeah, that's true. two by fours and an iron. <laughs> of course they all died. I'm glad that they died. If any of them had been brought back like Anthony Michael Hall, I would have been like, no, you caused enough problems in the first movie. You stop. Get out of here. Uh,
0: I, w- I will say that I, I did respect that they they actually ended it like you and I kept saying like Halloween ends allegedly like we'll 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 see but they actually killed him and they definitively threw him into a, a car shredder
1: <laughs> yeah I mean it worked I was ready for it like he was gonna just like so the very end of Christine when they do that they like get it all into like the trash compact or the car compact or whatever so it's like just a little tiny like square of metal. And they're all like, oh, I'm glad it's finally over. And it like zooms in on it. And then you see like it wiggle a tiny bit. And you're like, because she can like rebuild herself. Like when she gets like these bullies destroy the car. And then she like rebuilds herself and fixes herself. So I'm like, you know, I was expecting because Michael Myers is like a mortal and can survive anything. Like they might have a shot like that at the end. Because I was getting the Christine vibes before I even knew any of that Mm -hmm. stuff. And I was just ready for it because I thought they're gonna i mean they they've said it before like you know evil dies tonight. it never dies after they set it up at the end of kills i thought there's no way they're gonna kill him in this movie because he they just said he's like a unkillable basically yeah. so how are they <laughs> unless they end it where michael myers is like king of Haddonfield, i didn't think that they were gonna be able <laughs> to end it
0: yeah i mean ultimately i think this i i love you know you know me i love when when people try to do different things with movies and take swings. And I think this movie, I think it just tried to take too many swings when it really kind of should have done, should have focused on just kind of concluding this. this Yeah. But
1: I, I think maybe that's why I just really love this movie is because like, I was expecting it to be a lot worse than this and be pretty predictable. And the fact that it wasn't and that it tried a lot of really interesting things, it didn't necessarily wrap up all of them. But, like, I don't think any of the movies in this trilogy have been perfect by any mm-hmm. means. I mean, they're definitely well made. Mm-hmm. Like, they look great. I think there's talented people putting them together. But I don't, I've don't. never been like, these. this movie's super cohesive. Yeah. And, like, everything's, like, very well
0: put together and structured. Like, I don't really care. I'm
1: here for the fun of it and the wild shit that makes me go, I'm sorry, what?
0: It, it would have been interesting if they had done, like, a real shocking thing early on. Like, imagine if those two just fell in love together and they're uh, Allison and, and Corey. Like, what if there was a really shocking twist, more shocking than the bouncing child uh, of, like, them killing Michael Myers? Like, they cut his head off and then cool and then they together essentially like are michael myers and then they go around killing and then laurie has to fight him and her granddaughter
1: you just wrote the movie i wish that i had seen now new trilogy yeah i mean it would have been perfect because then allison she would have fucking had to die by the end which and is what we all perfect. want <laughs> that's all i wanted this whole movie i've been waiting for her and she kept just making like it was like like lines that she said she was giving me like very much like harry styles like at the don't worry darling like premiere when he was like it's like a real movie she (laughs) was like like i was like why did she like him her quote about him i wrote down was i just saw a person
0: when i look at you when i saw you the other day
1: i just saw a person just a person just trying to figure it And it's like, oh, wow, he's a person. Wow, you have the highest standards I've ever heard of. Are you kidding me? I mean, she literally was like, it's like I heard when I heard about you killing that kid. It's like I was looking for you. And I'm like, what? You heard that he had murdered a child. And you're like, I think I have a destiny with that man. Like, what? That was so weird. She's
0: like, I feel like we have a connection. Like, you know, we both went through the same thing. And then even he's like, you survived something, I killed someone, that's not the same thing.
1: Not at all. But then they still, like.
0: he's like, I killed someone, let's emotionally bond.
1: I mean, that's the thing, he shows up because I just really need to talk to you, I'm so sorry about everything, I need to apologize. And then it's like, they start walking, and then the first thing he says is, I killed someone and then he just keeps walking and she stops. Cause like that was a rational response. Like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I thought you were coming out to apologize for being a douchebag and ditching me, but no, he's like, I killed someone. And then two scenes later, I swear to God, they fuck. Like they go to the house of the kid that he kills, which he spends a lot of time weirdly at that yeah. house where he had murdered that child that he's supposedly you know bothered by i think maybe he secretly liked it, yeah, it <laughs> i don't really know what they were going for yeah he spends all a lot of time in this abandoned house that still has the blood stains on the on the floor which is pretty weird um but yeah i just thought like it would have been cool if she had been in on it i felt like that was where they were going and maybe that's why i was like okay with it for longer because i thought that's what was going to happen and then i was like oh no she's just a fucking idiot <laughs> of course i should have fucking knew that
0: Oh, uh, well we, I think we all know what Allison would choose between suicide and cherry blossoms.
1: Hopefully suicide.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to the regular exclusive podcast. We hope that you had a great time hearing us talk about Halloween ends and... It was something. It it is it is a movie to talk about for sure. Me and Renee feel very differently about it, but we definitely had a lot to say about it regardless.
1: Yes we did. I had a blast. I don't know about anybody else, but I think it was time well spent.
0: I think I had a better time talking with you about it than I did the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's 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 the beauty of talking about movies when you that's see true. Them.
1: <laughs> that is true. I still, and when we don't agree, it's always interesting and it, it's good. So,
0: well, this next movie that we're gonna do, Renee said I have to watch it. This was several months ago, and I did, and she was so right. It was so good, and we have been constantly surveying the internet to find out when it was coming to streaming. Yes. And it's finally here. Renee, tell us what we're watching next
1: week. Next week, we're going to be talking all about X.
0: We're watching porn. <laughs>
1: we're watching a straight up <laughs> porno, guys. No, the movie X came out 2022 from A24, directed by Ty West, starring Brittany Snow, Mia Goth, Kid Cuddy. Mr. Moonman, Jenna Ortega, which I just love her, and if you like horror movies, I know you know her. Great movie. It's basically like a bunch of people making a porno out in Texas at this little farmhouse, and some shit goes wrong it's like it's got a texas chainsaw vibe but it's it's a lot more fun and a lot more sexy i would say
0: it's a sexy texas chainsaw massacre
1: yeah without the chainsaws but a massacre regardless but you'll have (laughs) fun with it it's for free right now sorry excuse me jace hates it when i say for free but it is available on showtime if you pay for a premium account is that correct
0: yes Nothing technically free.
1: free if you pay for it but yeah you're right it's not free
0: and if you don't have Showtime, this is definitely a movie worth buying. It's yeah. a gr- it's a great movie. It's not a, a fun, bad movie. It's not a just good for kills movie. Like, this is a great movie.
1: Incredible movie. And if you didn't already know that there is a sequel that's currently in theaters. Or sorry, a prequel that's currently in theaters right now. Pearl. And it will be soon followed by a third film in, in the trilogy, which will come out next year, called Maxine. So you're going to want to see this first movie, I think, before you move on to any of the others. And after this first one, you'll see why. We're, we're both super excited to see Pearl and eventually Maxine. Mm-hmm.
0: But in the meantime, do all the social media things. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, YouTube, you know, all the places are there. You'll find us. And, um, yeah, keep sending us recommendations. We have some fun stuff lined up for November. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> and, sad
1: girl season is upon us.
0: It, oh, sad girl season. My it's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, until next week, though, take care and... Uh, regular exclusive. Out.
1: Stay spooky.